0: A new episode of the Sheffield Steelers podcast, you're very welcome, and we'll start off by speaking with uh, head coach Aaron Fox. Aaron, just your thoughts on, uh, on that one, did we, did we take our time in, in putting them down, putting them away?
1: Yeah, we've got to find a way to put teams away when, when we're up to nothing, um, I think we've got to find that killer instinct and not, uh, not take our foot off the gas, I, I think a little bit of it's puck luck as well at the moment. Um, I think we outshot him 21 to 7 in the first and outchanced him 12 or 13 to 1 in the first. And then I think we only gave up three chances in the second and had nine. So with those numbers, I like the way we're trending offensively. Um, And, you know, we we bought in again defensively tonight. We're doing the little things. I don't think we gave Dukes too much work early. Uh, He kept us in there when he needed to at the end and closed the door. Um, All in all, a win's a win at this stage. Um, You know, I think we might have lost a couple guys in the process here. To the injury bug here but you know we'll uh we'll, we'll get ready to go tomorrow okay
0: there is some chemistry out there isn't there sometimes you can see some real chemistry between yeah. all
1: the players on the line no absolutely like offensively we've been really really good and i think at times you know we're getting the chances and we're not scoring on them so then i think guys might be gripping their stick a little tight or want to do that little a bit extra um to try to find a way to to help and and sometimes less is more. You know, when we simplify the game and we make good reads and good decisions, we have the most success. And when we're pushing the envelope and and trying to do things that maybe is out of out of the the norm, you know, that's when it, it burns us. At the start of the season,
0: when we played the exhibition games, the power play just looked amazing. Did we all have perhaps too high an expectation how that was to be? Because it didn't quite pan out last yeah. week.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I thought in the first, our power play was really, really good. I know Dowdy scored a goal, but even the, the other unit, what they were creating um, was, was high-end stuff. So, again, I just don't think pucks are going in for us right now. Like, that's, again, if, if, if we go through games and only get six or seven chances in a 60-minute hockey game, then I'm going to start concerning myself with our offensive side of things. But when we're, when we're creating over 20 great A's a night, like, we're, we're, we're getting stuff done. It's just we're not being rewarded at the moment. You touched on injuries. Can you enlighten any more? Yeah, I mean Brock upper body, Aaron Johnson upper body. They're both getting looked at tonight. I'd say they're very doubtful for tomorrow for sure. Then we'll get them reevaluated here moving forward. Longest bus trip of the year tomorrow
0: to uh, to Dundee. So what's your recipe like from now till the time the bus leaves? Um,
1: well, we've already done the pre-scout for Dundee. We'll go through our game tonight and kind of see what we did well and, and show that tomorrow when we get there and and the free scout from Dundee and hopefully the boys get some good food in them, get some rest and ready to go. From what you've seen of Dundee, what do you have to do well tomorrow? It's uh, a good question. Um, same things, you know, win the battles, do the little things, play as five-man units and, and uh, you know, it's a long bus trip, get those bus legs out early. I know that there's, there's no recipe for that, but I think the guys will be ready to go and motivated. Okay, we wish you well
0: tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Enjoy that's it, night. Coach. Uh, Aaron Fox speaking after the Steelers' three-one victory over the Manchester Storm, and uh, I'm joined by uh, Alex
2: Briggs and also Jonathan Fernley. Uh, Jonathan, your thoughts on that one? Early does I found that a really frustrating game to watch today because despite scoring two goals in the first period, there were so many other chances. felt you know a little felt we were a little short having only scored two, and then when they got it back to two-one, the game was close and it should never have been close. There were sort of three sort of full-to-half breakaways. Valorant had one, De Luca had one, St-Pierre out of the box had one, and we never made the game safe. That game should not have been sweated over in the final five minutes in the way that it was. Didn't need an empty net goal to settle that with the shot count as lopsided as it was. Maybe not as much luck, but I think a lot of it is down to how well Matt Ginn played. But the general view of it was, I can't believe this game's still close. He did play very well,
0: we were up in the White House, Alex, together, and uh, we commented on Ginor Knight, he was the star performer
3: on a Saturday night here. Yeah, it was very impressive, and he it was the same story last season against the Storm as well, and he was one thing I asked Ryan in his post-match interview as well was just how key is having a goalie like that, that you can trust game in, game out, and obviously for a coach like ryan It's
0: vital to have pete spencer have walks past us and uh, i think he's intending on interviewing thomas duba but we've uh, we've nicked him from you uh, thomas congratulations great performance tonight and uh, and a very important to go back to back victories
4: exactly it was important for us uh, it was uh, not easy game again
0: it, somehow it didn't go in today as we hope for their goalie play really really good game so uh greasy win we're happy for that yeah would i be writing an assumption that you didn't have a lot to do early on but you certainly had to come to the party late in the game when manchester came forward
2: uh, sure it wasn't easy like for uh, for a goalie because
0: there wasn't many shots then had one shot and rebound goal so it started a little bit bounce off and uh, they they smell some chance there but uh yeah I, after
5: that i felt okay and in games like that, you just need to stay focused and hope that, uh, you know, we will stay stay compact and play the game.
0: Okay, nice idea as well at the end of it. It's a nice little dive.
4: Uh, yeah, I, first of all, I got tired from the whole skating.
5: <laughs> yeah. And uh, second, it, it doesn't slide here, the eye, so I have to think of something
4: else. Okay. I, my cell used to be like Superman, so yeah. I, here I can't do that.
0: Okay, next time. Okay, next time. Thank you. We'll leave you for Pete Spencer. Don't run away too far, Pete. We'll catch you later. Um... I've just been into the uh, the locker room. Jonathan Phillips, Ben O'Connor, they were like said, "Wow, just they were exhausted from the start. The emotion of everything happened with the with the Vicky Thomas, and it it kind of did drain a lot, didn't it? It was we joked. I've just spoken to Mark, and I just said, Vicky might have cost us a good game tonight because uh, it was an unusual start
2: after what was. Super and emotional first few minutes. It was a fitting tribute, and the Steelers didn't start well the first five or six minutes, and I think it may have been that the emotion of the the pre-game activities did just cause a little bit of a more flat-footed start. Um, As the camera went down the line, we saw it on the broadcast, there there was a lot of emotion in the Steelers' players' faces, and we also saw in the crowd behind, there were tears. It's so difficult to... uh, you know, to get back think, into game mode the camera, straight
0: away. I think the camera picked Robert Dowd up, didn't it? And you mm-hmm. can see Daddy
3: went straight off the bench and uh, it certainly affected him and a lot of people. It was a very emotional night. It was, and I think we felt it all throughout the week. The emotion was, was built into a, what in the end turned out to be an amazing occasion for what I'm sure everybody knows was an amazing woman in, yeah. in Vicky. And to have that sort of tribute before the game and again in the 44th minute, um, with the fans taking it off their own back to give her a round of applause as well. I think just shows a testament to the, to the kind of lady she was. Yeah,
0: the officials are walking past us. I don't think we'll grab a word with them tonight. Uh, some strange decisions, I
2: thought, especially late well, on there were There were a couple of calls that, yeah, with the benefit of hindsight, maybe weren't, uh, weren't what you'd, you'd think of live. But the biggest issue was there were a lot of times when the coaches wanted to have a chat with the officials and it just delayed the restart. And I think the game didn't particularly flow very well. Uh, I think that sort of maybe hindered the Steelers trying to get into a rhythm in, certainly in a lot of parts of the second period into the third. Let's just grab
0: Carter, he's just walking past us. Uh, Carter, your thoughts on that one?
3: Uh, pretty good. Uh, in the end, we got the two points and that's what we're happy about. Um, we let them linger around a little bit longer. I think, uh, you know, when we up two nothing, we got to put that team away earlier. Um, same thing happened last weekend, and uh, we paid for it. So I think we just got to get that killer instinct from our uh, boys back
0: to okay. put, away, put away games early. Okay. Good luck on the eight-hour bus trip tomorrow. Thank you. Anthony Deluca joins us. Um, your line created so much tonight, didn't it? It had so many looks.
4: Yeah. Um, obviously, it <laughs> doesn't go in every. Uh, it doesn't. Go, it doesn't go in every time. But uh, the fact that we're creating a lot of looks—that's that's the most important part. Uh, we're going to get good bounces, and the day that it does, it's obviously going to pay off. So uh, we're just we're just happy, we're creating chances. Obviously the chemistry, it's only been one, uh, a game and a half, basically, that we were together. So uh, I'm really, uh, really happy of what how the game went.
0: Back-to-back wins as well, that big win in Coventry, and then this win as well.
4: Yeah, it's um, obviously we didn't start the year off like we wanted to, but it's good to get back on a two-game uh, winning streak now. Um, Dundee's obviously a track, but um, it's 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 fun to play there we got to get a big uh, big couple points over there and come back home next weekend
0: one game at full strength and it looks like we might have lost a couple of guys for tomorrow as well but I guess I guess that's why Eric Melon's in the uh, squad that he can play those multitude of positions
4: yeah it's uh, it's never fun to lose a couple of guys um, obviously it sucks especially for those guys um, they're uh, they're fighters, though. We're uh, we're a good group of guys. Everyone's gonna pull through for those guys. And uh, like you said, we have guys that could that could step up and play the positions that we need to. We also have really young guys that are that are good, really good prospects, and they could always step in at any time. So we're not worried with uh, with how our team looks right now. We're happy. Uh, we're happy with how we look.
2: But if some shuffling does need to be done to accommodate uh, Eric dropping back into defense, you've got to be hoping that your line sticks together. 20 shots on goal registered tonight by
4: your unit. Well, yeah I didn't know we had 20, but uh, that's, I guess that's really impressive. Um, yeah, Valley and me definitely have a really good chemistry on and off the ice. Valley had a, Valley's known Khans forever, and uh, Khan's a really good guy, you know he's uh, he's as much with us as as anyone else. So um, it's fun to play with guys that you're really close to and obviously the chemistry off the ice definitely helps on. We showed it tonight. Um, It was 20 shots. Of course, we'd like to get a couple goals, but like I said, once it starts bouncing our way, you never know how many we'll get.
2: Long trip to Dundee tomorrow. What do you like on
4: a long bus ride? Um, The, uh, I guess it's the fact that just everyone's together. You get a good laugh in before the game. Obviously uh, a couple hours of sleep. Um, people laugh that me and Valley are side by side sleeping so I guess they kind of call us cuddle buddies or whatever but that's uh, it's just a part of it you get uh, you find a spot on the bus you get comfy and uh, it's a long ride but you make the best of it. Are you headphones and music or video? I am headphones and music sometimes a podcast here and there but uh, yeah I guess tomorrow's an early trip so it might be a bit of sleeping and then headphones and music.
0: Okay thanks for joining us again Anthony De Luca. We'll take a walk down here I don't think we'll grab Mark Thomas, but uh, he Mark's just down here. But uh, the power play, it was something that we touched on with, uh, with Aaron. That, you know, against Poprad and against Budapest, you know, we were 40 50% almost. And tonight we're getting looks, but
2: it's, it's not as crisp as it was, is it? The power play goal is the game winning goal tonight. So one for six and a clean penalty kill. I don't think we should be too critical of our special teams. I also mentioned this on one of the earlier podcasts that I don't think Poprad were particularly good on the penalty kill. I think they left Eberle all alone several times. They weren't particularly physical. Um, and I think other teams have seen our power plays now. We've got a little bit of video and they're starting to adjust. So I think it's time for the Steelers to do a little counter adjustment. Um, but I don't think there are major issues; just a little bit of fine tuning. Yeah, captain joins us, Jonathan
5: Phillips.
0: and. Uh well, start let's start with the beginning of the night it was a an emotional night for for everybody but especially people like yourself and Davy and Dowdy and Benny
5: yeah we were uh, you know it was a, we, we talk about the sleepless family and the family environment that we've all all tried creating here and that's exactly what, what we all were, you know, many years we grew up together, we had kids around the same time, all got married around the same time and um, you know Vic was a fantastic person and fantastic friend to us all and um, you know it was, it was very sad but very you know unbelievable. It was a, it was a fitting all, tribute wasn't Unbelievable it? And, and, and just you know it was, it was hard looking up and seeing them pictures but Kind of did it with a smile too, of just seeing the good times that we had and seeing the good people around us.
0: Okay, just talk us now through the game. Um, did we struggle to put them away? Should we have finished them off a little earlier?
5: I think they go to play really well. I don't think you know. I yeah. think we've got to give him credit. He, he, he really kept them in that game. Um, I think we, we stayed in control pretty much the whole game. Um, it would have been nice to, to to put it to bed, you know, a little earlier. Um, but you know, they're a hard-working team. and you know the way they sit back and just try and um, frustrate teams. I think they'll they'll you know there'll be a lot of upsets this year and um, the way they play. So, but yeah, it's uh, you know I think we we got to be a bit better for 60 minutes. I think the second period we kind of we're a bit lax of days full of times and um, you know I think that's just something we need to to work on right now. Is just putting a full 60 together. One night of uh, proper four
0: lines and then uh, we go and pick up a couple of knocks. We go do dundee tomorrow a little
5: short-handed yeah you know that's always that's always the, you know, the the game that we're in and we expect that. so you know i'm sure the boys will um will, will pick up the pieces for the injured guys and uh and um play well. okay good luck on the bus Thank trip you. tomorrow
0: as your captain jonathan phillips i want to go this way because there's an unusual guest i'm going to try and grab his uh rob Savage is there he came down with mark so we'll we'll uh I think he thought his interview days were behind him. I tell so you
2: what, if we need a defenseman for tomorrow, we should
0: bring him in. Sarich back? What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm all for Sarich uh, back. <laughs> uh, right, in fact, let's go and get him. Roddy, come and come and join us a second if you can. We're on the Steelers podcast. You never, right. you never had this in your day, Rob. But you're live on the Steelers podcast right now. We need. A defenseman because we're too down for tomorrow. I just wondered what your availability was. Well, I've just, I just got off the water bike over there. Danny put me on the water bike. It nearly killed me. I told him I'm not broke or sweat in like a year and a half.
2: He put me on the bike.
0: Just your thoughts of tonight. You're here for a multitude of reasons, obviously to watch the team, but also the, the emotion of the start with, with Vic, yeah. somebody who you were close to as well.
4: Yeah, what a, what a night. It's not the reason you want to get together, but... It's good to see the sport. Mark Scott had a good chat with him during the game there, and um, yeah, he's, he's doing all right So under the circumstances, but uh, yeah, great Steelers family. you really are out, out of breath, I'm <laughs> telling you, my legs, I, I'm quivering right now. It's, I'm not going to be able to get out of bed tomorrow morning. It was 30 seconds on there. That's it. So. yeah, and, it was, and then on the hockey side, yeah, it was a good game. Uh, looks like Steelers got a good squad this year. Yeah. Yeah, really good first period, especially they came out. You know, in the corner. Okay,
0: we're going to leave you two. Oh, to it. Good to see you again. Yeah, don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Yeah. Have we got an injury problem over here? We've got Robert Dowd and Oscar. Oscar's just been doing sit-ups. I don't know how good that was. Just your... Uh, <laughs> we, we saw... It was emotional for everybody tonight, Rob. Yeah. And I think the camera picked you up just at the, at the end of it. It, it, it got you. It was a hell of a tribute to start yeah, the night. wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's
6: been, obviously, a rough few months and obviously with it obviously happening... It was tough, and obviously talking about it or anything like that was is a struggle, obviously at the moment. But uh, it just shows how
0: close you lot all were. Yeah, and in fact,
6: and I've talked about this that.
0: When Jason and Mark came, Jonah was already here, but those three lads really did change the dressing room and, and brought it back. And then off the ice, it wasn't just the three lads, it was the three lads, the three wives, nice. and then you guys come in, yeah. and it's hard to explain just what a great core group we had back then, and had that, that kind of friends. DNA, that yeah. kind of DNA has continued.
6: Absolutely, it was, everyone was best friends. You, you come in, obviously. Oh. I come in, <laughs> how many years ago now, 11 years yeah. ago? 12 years ago, a long yeah. time ago anyway. Probably and it was just like a family, Instant, you had an instant family obviously. Not, none of us from Sheffield originally and everyone was setting down roots here and starting families and it, it turned into just one big family and it was awesome to be a part of. Yeah. What about
0: the game tonight? Um, talk us through what you saw there.
6: I thought we were had an excellent first period, I thought we were very very good in the first period. Uh, second period obviously we, we kind of stuttered a little bit Kind of stalled and they got that one and we kind of held to that one goal and we didn't feel that was our type of hockey in the third i think we picked it up
2: again but it was kind of a choppy a choppy game we'd like to be better four goals on the season for you now how do you feel your game is at the start of this year because it from the stands it's looking really strong
6: yeah it's great obviously playing Uh, I I started out obviously with Valiant Cons and we we were flying and we all got the hot stick and then I've just been moved, we've just juggled the lines a little bit but it's still obviously it's a very offensive team and we're playing more of an offensive style compared to what we have done the last couple of years so it's nice to play that type of hockey that's my type of hockey suits you down to the ground
2: that doesn't it that's That's what you want
6: that's my type of hockey when the coach says uh to me and he said this to me i
0: don't know if he said it to you i hope he has as i'm going to divulge it now he says whoever i play with now the they get going because he gets them going
6: that, that's, a, that's a compliment isn't yeah, it yeah that's a massive compliment yeah that's very nice obviously you not oh, yeah. told me that but isn't <laughs> <they>? oh, <yeah. laughs> but that's nice that's nice to know yeah no it's all good hey listen well let you go thanks man top job good looking Dundee
0: thanks. thanks mate. okay he has played great we go back to episode one and uh, I think I said he could end up being our top scorer I think he, he, he could he's on fire right now and I think everything that good we do Robert Downs involved in
2: yeah, I sense a little bit of frustration that he'd been moved off that, uh, that line with Valorand and Connolly in his answer. But well, why wouldn't you want you to? Well, w- you'd well, want to be on that line. Who doesn't want to play with I mean, Davies I mean. and St-Pierre? That yeah. looks like a, a quality unit as well. Um, and again, he's, he's making things happen for the Steelers. He's, uh, you know, an, another goal and it's the game-winning goal. It's, uh, it's what we've come to expect, and, you know, the production uh, levels in previous years. Maybe because of the, the style of play and the way the team was going. The numbers have been a little down for him perhaps, but we know he can score 30 goals in this league. And uh well, he's off to a hot start and uh, on course for those numbers and more already. What's social media saying, Alex?
0: What are the fans saying as they drive in home?
3: Uh, there's a, a lot of positivity, a lot of obviously tributes um to Vicky. Um but all in all, what I've seen so far quite positive. Um, you know, just listening to your touch on down there, there's a lot of fans that sort of noticed the early the early form that dowdy's got himself in and i think you can tell Kanye when dowdy's not playing with that monkey on his back when he's 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 almost stress-free to the point where he 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 finds the pockets of space He, he he knows where to be on the ice and for me at the minute he is personally the best the best outfield skater at the
2: moment in terms of form i agree i think defensively about the steelers tonight Third period, shots against three. Six, six and three. Only 15 in the game. We talk all about the Steelers' offence and maybe it didn't click. We've not praised the Steelers defensively enough tonight. Duba had a really quiet night and all credit to people like the man next to you right now. Yeah,
0: Ben O'Connor joins us and uh, we'll start off, let's start off at the beginning. It was uh, an emotion. I, we spoke to Jonna, we spoke to Dowdy, and I, I know you were glazed eyes as well. It was a, a fitting tribute to a, to a great girl.
7: Uh, an, an amazing girl and an amazing family and just want to thank everyone that came out tonight and showed the support and really showed the Thomas family that the Steelers are a family and you know they thought a lot of and the, they're in uh, everyone's hearts right now and as, you know, as we were talking earlier and I said you know that's probably the toughest start to a game that I've ever had in my life uh, emotionally you know every time I looked at the screen I couldn't you know you know you tell yourself that you're gonna hold it together you've got X amount of thousands of people watching you, but there's uh, sometimes there's things in life that are bigger than hockey, yeah. and um, I think we all can go home tonight, and yeah, it puts everything into perspective. That, yeah. Did it know, take you a
0: couple of shifts to, to get into it?
7: It did, it did. Uh, you, you're not going to lie, but when you, you know you go through something like that, and uh, you know, speaking with Mark and the kids before the game, and you know, it, it really hits home and it does, as soon as you get back on that bench and you put your helmet on, you've got to compose yourself and you've got a job to do, and it, it did take a couple of shifts to get going.
0: We've spoken about the game with many of the other players, so let's jump forward to tomorrow because you're going to probably have to lug a little bit more ice time. It uh, looks like no Brocklers, no Johnson. Um, I would imagine Mellon will come back onto the blue line to give you to give you a five. It's, it's never an easy place to go, Dundee, is it?
7: Yeah, I mean, you know, Aaron brought in Mellon to be that seventh D-man. Or I'm sorry, an extra D man if yeah. we need to be for injuries, and you know now it's looking like we're playing with five and uh, maybe six, and it just it's, it's been the case the last couple of years we've always been short on D no matter how many we've got, um, you know when it strikes it strikes and. In, uh, in the couple, and it, it's terrible for them. And but that's the way Johnny plays, he blocks shots and he's doing a fantastic well, He
0: did it in Coventry, didn't he? Yeah. Those oh, two man. in Coventry, was huge, like, and huge. we
7: respect it. You know, To he lays his body on the line um, for his teammates every day. And uh, same with Brocklehurst, you know, he it was a late hit, I think. Uh, it was the second one he received late, and it's it's unfortunate, you know, but that's that's hockey and that, we've just got to get on with it. We can't make excuses. I think our team's good enough and deep enough that we got to go up there and play a smart, professional game. And um, I think we'll be okay. They've been at home tonight,
0: haven't they, Dundee? I think yeah,
2: they lost 5-1 uh, to Nottingham.
0: 5-1 to, to Nottingham, so they're in their beds, kind of waiting for us. You have a question, John?
2: Yeah, just quickly about the, the game-winning goal. You picked up an assist on it. What did you see when you received the puck at that blue line? Were you shooting for goal, shooting for a deflection, shooting for a rebound?
7: obviously i knew there wasn't very long left on that five on three i believe the guy was just coming out of the box and uh, i think it was 13 seconds left when we had that face off so it's about being direct getting the puck to the net i told cons just get to the net let's get some traffic and uh, when you're direct like that off the power play um you know you get those bounces you know i know keep keep that shot low the goalie didn't see anything he went down he didn't he couldn't control the rebound and of course dowdy's uh johnny on the spot and puts it in the open net. We talk about Connolly, just tell me what he's like because everybody's kind
0: of got an opinion on this guy, like he's, he's a rat on the ice, but he seems to be a perfectly decent chap in, in, in the dressing room. He's kind of got the two sides of him, isn't
7: he? Well, the first day I met him, I told him exact, those exact words, <laughs> yeah. you know, to play against. He is a rat, yeah. but he's, he's like the Levi Nelson that you, you'd you hate to play against him but and you want him on your team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's polar opposites because off the ice, he's a quiet guy, doesn't say much, you know, gets uh, very professional you know he's in great shape he works hard and um, he, you know it's he, he, polar opposites you wouldn't believe it and uh, he's a great guy and he's, he's fitted in very well here and uh, you know it's it's fun to see him wind up other players and uh, rather than winding us up hey, good to speak to you. A lot good to luck tomorrow thank you Well
6: being
0: done deep ben o'connor um should we kind of head back now i think we've kind of seen this one through unless anybody else jumps out on us the crazy thing is Mark's just there And I know if we walk over to Mark he will talk to us But I think that maybe is for, uh, for another day let's, um, let's sum this one up then boys um, I think I'm just happy that we've, we've won it Because it could have gone either way Yes I think
3: we should have won it perhaps a little bit earlier But all in all I'll drive home quite comfortable and happy tonight You? Yeah? yeah I think it'll be the same kind of mood Mood for most fans that are leaving the arena tonight Or have watched the stream online it was, um, for me personally, still our best performance this year. Not necessarily result-wise, but the Coventry game last Sunday, I thought, for me, was the most complete performance that we've seen. Um, and I think we're still waiting for that kind of performance at home. I know the Panthers game, the 8-4, was a great spectacle to watch, goal-scoring-wise, but defensively we weren't there. Um, I think we saw slight signs of that tonight obviously Duba got the start again does that mean he'll get it tomorrow I I didn't hear what Aaron said I was just going to actually ask that
0: question after we finished what does he do tomorrow does he go back with Cantor because he's rested or does he go with Duba
2: it's interesting because the the game that had so many chances from a Steelers point of view and so few really from a Manchester point of view we think the net mining was good the goals were actually the only three weak bits of net mining is that too harsh but there's a shot that wasn't held and a couple of other rebounds that have come off um, I think you know the 13 saves that Duba made. They probably are enough to keep him in. There'll be the import space for Cantor so the Steelers do have the option of you know going up and, and making a late decision if Aaron doesn't want to decide tonight. Um, but yeah, everything from you know the goal onwards that uh, came Duba's way was handled with the minimum of fuss. And I think it's inter- sorry, Jonathan. I think it's interesting as
3: well whether Aaron and Carter will consider the home doubleheader. The weekend after, because obviously there'll be no travel in there. They'll be straight home, rested, and they'll basically be ready to go again. Whereas tomorrow we have to factor in the long coach ride up to Dundee. Obviously a different rink, a team we've not played against just yet. So it will it will it'll be interesting to see who, who they do opt, opt to go with. Just interesting. It's uh,
0: it's good to see. Down just down the corridor, there's Jonathan Phillips, Robert Dow, Mark Thomas, Rod Sarich and that tight-knit group that uh, has kind of made our club really what it is on and off the ice it's, uh, it's, it's good to see them all
2: together isn't it? it's friends for life yeah you know sometimes you know you make friends with the people that you work with but when you move jobs those friendships disappear but that's one that's going to stick around uh, long after hockey is gone
0: i know i had a call off tim spencer randy dagenais steve Munn, i know randy has been particularly helpful with mark because obviously we can all say the things to him and what we think is the right thing to say, but poor o Randy's kind of been through it himself. He's probably the only one who's, who's qualified to, to speak and uh, yeah, a very special group that was uh, back then. So, anything uh, else we want to add before we yeah, shut I it j- up? I then? just want to say
2: in terms of 12 minutes to go in last Saturday's game against Coventry and the Steelers have got a mm. one-goal lead think about how well the Steelers managed the last 10 or 12 minutes tonight compared to the last 10 or 12 minutes last weekend. Yeah, a couple of power plays that could have put the game to bed before uh, the empty net goal did, but really there were no major alarms. I thought the Steelers saw the game out really well tonight and that was, I think, what some of the fans needed to see having not seen it out last week.
3: Sort of, I don't know whether we saw it differently, but we were never really comfortable upstairs no, in the sense of maybe what we expected and what we the sort of position we'd done before whereas the Coventry game the other weekend I was completely different I felt comfortable I didn't see a way for them back in it but we didn't really give too many grade A opportunities out in the third period tonight compared to last week and whether that was a change of game plan whether it was just a we'll shut up shop and we'll be fine clear the pucks but then going two D men down as well that has to change your game plan doesn't it because players are double shifting and we're shortening the bench anyway to give us the best chance to win just before he leaves the rink BBC Radio Sheffield
0: your sports leader what's BBC Radio Sheffield running tomorrow as
8: their uh, headline Um, I think it was a good game for Thomas Deber but I think it was more about the occasion tonight it was just a game that neither side really kind of wanted to wanted to lose obviously it was an emotional night with obviously the tributes to, to Vicky Thomas so yeah from that point of view I guess you know fantastic the work that's gone on behind the scenes and that's just been great so it's not really been about the hockey today has it really it's kind of more been about the occasion really but I think that kind of you know after a great start kind of fed into what was quite a flat kind of second period really and then it turned into a bit of a nervy game at at 2-1 and Thomas Duba maybe didn't have loads to do initially had a bit to do to see out the game and then obviously Valley gets the empty netter so I think Matt Ginn was Impressive for Manchester. You know, you look at the shots, forty-six to fifteen. Um, you know, you just kind of got the feeling maybe he was going to stand on his head, and maybe that was going to that was going to be it. But another goal for the man behind us at the moment, Robert Dowd, four four goals in five games, so that looks good for him. Eric Miland as well was impressive with another goal for him. I'm not sure what the stat is for him, but he's certainly got two in the early part of the season now. Just those injury concerns over. The two Aarons, Johnson and Brocklehurst, so that's going to be a bit of a... Well,
0: Midland's going to become probably our most important player in the next week or two, isn't
8: he? Yeah, exactly. And you saw how seamlessly he fitted back there for a couple of shifts towards the end playing as D. And I just spoke to Thomas Duber and he said, I've got no... No problem with him doing that. He said, I actually rate him more as a defenceman than as a forward. So if Duba's got confidence in him, the rest of the squad should do as well.
0: We've just been having a discussion on who starts tomorrow in Dundee. Does he go back with Duba after two wins or does he feel Cantor's refreshed? And also that long bush ride as well. Those old legs of Duba, you know, the young body of, of Cantor. I'm tending to think he might go back with Cantor tomorrow, but I, I
8: don't know. I think he's going to go back with Cantor. Initially, when we talked about the net mining situation, he said he's going to let it go like that for about six weeks. So I think for, it's going to be this kind of back and forth, this tandem for at least the, the first kind of six weeks here. But I think it's great for Duba to, to get back-to-back games. That's, that's really good for him and a good little confidence builder as well. OK. Pete, thank
2: you very much. Jonathan, thank you. any final comments? Uh, Dundee are going to be desperate to bang some goals in for their home fans. They were shut out 2-0 last week. They were out of the game for most of it against Nottingham tonight. They finally got on the scoreboard. But they banged a whole load again against Glasgow a fortnight ago. There is goals in that Dundee team and they haven't shown it in the last two games. Defensively, net-minding work tomorrow has got to be strong because Dundee have got scoring potential and they're just waiting to click. Okay.
0: Thanks to everybody who's joined us tonight on the Steelers podcast. You've been very welcome. We'll speak to you next week.